The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Major League Baseball is where we begin our number two on the early line. I'm Kevin Walsh. That's Donnie Wrightside. And yesterday we saw the Astros take a 2-0 series lead in the ALCS. A three-run homer by Alex Bregman was all the Astros needed to win this baseball game 3-2. This team is 5-0 in this postseason. Four of those wins by one run and the other by two. By narrow margins right now, the Astros are getting the job done, but the most important part is they're getting the job done. Yes, they are getting the job done. And how about this, Kevin? You talked about it yesterday. Jose Altuve, a perfect zero batting average. How about Jordan Alvarez, one of your best players in the middle of that lineup, 167. And yet they won, I believe it was, what, five straight wins in the playoffs for the first time in franchise history at this point now. And the Yankees, look, sometimes baseball, as much as we say football is a game of inches, it was yesterday. A bot, a top of the eighth inning swing by Aaron Judge. If that was in Yankee Stadium, you walk off a victor, one and one in the series. But the fact that you were in Houston, it came up a few feet short of being over the head of the right fielder for a two-run home run. It is a game of inches sometimes, as we say, but the Yankees are down 0-2 now. That's a tough hole to get out from under, but you are going home for three games in the Bronx, desperately needing to take two of three to avoid being knocked out of the playoffs altogether. So things get pretty interesting here, though, as you reset the odds. The Yankees-Astros game three currently is booked right now as the Yanks a minus 146 favorite, total seven, uh, despite the fact that we don't have 100% certainty who pitches, but we probably have a pretty good idea. But the series odds, we have the Astros at minus 600. Yankees at plus 480. Suggests that this is all but over. But here's why the Yankees are a little bit different than the Seattle Mariners. Is the Yankees, as I just told you, are going to be favored in game three. And then they're going to be favored in game number four as well. The Yankees are one of few teams, Donnie, that bring the Astros into their building and can maintain favorite status. Value on the Yankees now? Yes, there is value on the Yankees. A plus 480 price here where if you win one game to get back two to one in that series, all you have to do is shift that series back to Houston, which means if you could just win two games in Houston, you'll take it. Now, granted, Verlander's going to pop up in this series again. We understand. That looks like he got right in the middle of that game versus the Yankees in game one. But there is value on the Yankees because this also isn't, Kevin. Hey, did you see the first two games? 16 to two and nine to one. No. These are really close baseball games. And also, if you want to have that biggest advantage you can possibly have, game one, the Yankees taking a flight to play J- to go up against Verlander the very next day. They weren't supposed to win that game, and they almost pulled through yesterday here. I think some mm-hmm. good things are in the air for the Yankees. Again, not to say the Yankees are winning the series, but the question is, do they have value? And they do. One interesting thing, uh, by the way, is if you just kind of look at what is the most likely spot for pitchers to return? I don't think Verlander goes on three days rest in a game number five. I think they save him for a game number six, which they're guaranteed to be playing a game six. Yes. It's, but or if they don't play a six, they already won the series. 
if it's game number six, it's either seasons on the line or it's a closeout. What's interesting, though, and look, boy, would it be great for the Yankees if they can get there. Game seven, Garrett Cole's going to have the baseball. And Justin Verlander will not. It might be pick or a slight shade Yankees in game number seven. Just interesting when you talk about big numbers and hedging down the road if you felt so inclined. Radio audiences live on a Friday morning. I'm Kevin Walsh. It's Donnie Wrightside. It's the early line on Sirius XM Channel 149 Sports Grid Radio. Let's get to Philadelphia and San Diego. Ranger Suarez, Joe Musgrove. Musgrove, road favorite. Minus 116. Total here, seven and a half. 7.30 East Coast time baseball game here between Philadelphia and San Diego. Yeah, this is going to be a tough one for the Phillies. And also not because they don't have the pitching matchup in their favor, which they don't. They'll have the home crowd in their favor, which is going to be massive. But they should be coming home, Kevin, with a 2 to nothing lead. That's one of those things where we talked about. Remember the Mariners early on in their series against Houston? Team of destiny. They just hammered Houston in their own building only to give that game up. And they never survived. Didn't even win a game in the series against the Astros. I'm not saying that the San Diego Padres are going to sweep the Phillies all the way out because that's not going to be the case. But they do have the advantage in pitching, bullpen, and also in starting pitching here in Philadelphia. If we're taking a look at this game and being honest, what makes some sense? You know, we still look at the series itself as a minus one. 10 both sides and I do agree with it I think the series now is probably going at least six to seven games here I doubt anybody is going to close this out in Philadelphia either way but the matchups aside Ranger Suarez over the past 30 days in baseball Kevin 4.83 x fifth number low strikeouts but how about this 14 batters he's facing the left-hand side with Suarez is a left-handed pitcher a 534 weighted on base percentage. How about righties? 369. Both ISO power numbers to lefties and righties also elevated here. So I'm a little bit worried about the Phillies in this game, which also pertains to me of why they really needed to win game two. Game four is just a complete bullpen game for the Philadelphia Phillies before you get your starters back in rotations for game five and, again, game six if need be at this time. So I'm looking more towards the Padres, not necessarily because I love them to win the game because I think it's going to be pretty hard fought. But at the same time, Kevin, there are a couple batters that I like here, Machado and Myers, each to hit a home run, each to hit a double makes some sense because if I'm looking from that right-handed perspective here, Suarez struggles a little bit with those righties. And in a smaller ballpark tonight, maybe those two guys can do some damage. Two games this postseason played in Philly. The Phillies won 9-1 to and 8-3. to We'll see if they can keep that magic going. We'll take a break. We come back. We'll take a look at the NBA here on the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back into the early line. Hour number two, Series 6 of Channel 159, right here on the grid. It's Donnie Kevin in the morning. It is a football Friday. We are going to take a quick break here to talk about some NBA action. And I want to say it didn't disappoint last night, but you're looking at a guy that really likes to cheer on the Philadelphia 76ers. 
And then the other guy, the biggest Lakers fan you've ever found on the planet. I don't know what's going to happen <laughs> when LeBron leaves the Lakers and where Kevin will be. But before we get oh, to that game, man. let's talk Sixers-Bucks last night. The Sixers yeah. played poorly for the majority of that game. It looked like James Harden mm-hmm. was going to save them and at least give them a victory to even up their line at 1-1 one and one on the season. A defensive breakdown leads to a three-point shot. The Philadelphia 76ers lose. The Bucs go 1-0, and the Sixers 0-2. Talk to me about this game because the game was interesting to a point, but also not a good look for the Sixers to be 0-2, but they did play two good basketball teams. It, it's a weird spot to be in, right? It, it's not as if they lined it up against the Rockets and the Magic, and it's like, oh, my goodness, the sky's falling. This is a bad team. Remember last year with the Chicago Bulls, Donnie? They sat there. They were like 20-12, and 12, but they were like 20-6. and 6 versus bad teams, and 0-6 versus the really good teams. You do not want to be that if you are the Philadelphia 76ers. If you want to go where they're hoping to go, which is not the playoffs, it's the Eastern Conference Finals, if not an NBA championship, you have to beat the Milwaukee Bucks. You have to beat the Boston Celtics. And I think you're in a weird spot. Because right now, I think if you kind of look at your MVP in Joel Embiid, if he was that, maybe you're sitting here at 2-0. I think it's actually fair, though, to say, you know what? Who cares? Look at Harden. If this is real, we are fine. Harden's been the best player on this team. 31-9-8 and eight in game number two, and he was even better in game number one. Was a plus five in this game. Embiid was a minus 10. Embiid will get right. We know Embiid will get right. Harden, we did the preseason stuff, Donnie. 80-1 to one to an MVP. They dropped that to mm-hmm. 55-1 to one after one basketball game. It's now 36-1 to one after two games. He was 80-1 to one to an MVP. If you're the Sixers, let that be your main takeaway. It, it, it is a good takeaway because I think, again, there's no moral victories is what we're saying over the first two games of the season. You want to win at least one of those, and you didn't. But if you can hang your hat on James Harden looking like an MVP candidate, That's pretty good there for the Sixers. Moving forward, late night game. You had a doubleheader in the NBA last night. Clippers and the Los Angeles Lakers. Didn't go the Lakers' way last night, but way deeper than the Clippers' 103-97 victory, which ended up covering the spread there. Game stayed under the total. It's what is to make of the Lakers. And, Kevin, we talk about the NBA so much more fun sometimes with the interworkings of the team as opposed to what they actually perform on the court as. And Russell Westbrook came up. I mean, you want to talk about memes flying all over social media. 0 for 11 from the floor with LeBron at the postgame press conference basically bewildered when they asked him, what did you like about this game or what do you like about this team? Well, we played really good defense, and that's going to keep us in games. That's not a good sign. Look, Russell Westbrook was 0 for 11. He was a minus 6. Who's been slandered? Russ on the bench. Russ minus 6, the worst of any starter. There wasn't a single bench player that registered a positive plus minus. Russell Westbrook 0 for 11. Kendrick Nunn 0 for 7. Pat Bev 1 for 7. A combined 1 for 25 from your backcourt. That is impossible. That should never happen. The reality is for the Lakers, none of this matters until Westbrook is gone. And believe me, he will be gone. He is not going to end this season with the Los Angeles Lakers. It's just a matter of when, not if. To add this in quickly, because I know we want to give the people a little bit of action on today's slate. Kawhi coming off for the bench. A stunning thing. Why he can play 21 minutes, but they have to come off of the bench. I I don't know. Whatever. I'll just say this. If Kawhi plays off of the bench all year long, I think he should be the favorite to win sixth man of the year. He probably won't, but it will be interesting to see if at any point the FanDuel Sportsbook adds him to the market. As we sit here on this Friday morning, Donnie, they have yet to price Kawhi in the sixth man of the year market. Yeah, 16 months out of NBA game action. Eases his way into a victory there in Los Angeles. Think he'll get a few games on the card tonight on a Friday night in the NBA. 539, 540 on the rotation. Toronto Raptors, Brooklyn Nets. I love this. Not because I want to handicap the game for myself and say maybe the Raptors can win this, but I need to see what the Nets are going to come out with. I need to see Ben Simmons in this game because, again, if the Nets go 0-2, Get the Mm -hmm. popcorn ready. What are you looking at tonight as a slight favorite here for the Nets at home against the Raptors? 
so I don't want to, you know, the definition of insanity, right? Doing the same thing over and over mm -hmm. again and expecting right. different results. This is a mirror line to what we saw against the New Orleans Pelicans. I love the Nets in the game. They got absolutely embarrassed. I see this line. I like the Nets, but I don't want to now be embarrassed with them if I do the same exact thing because th that's what it exactly would be. I'll say this. If they fall 0-2, I I'm open to panic button type of fear as to what is actually going on. I told you I'm trying to hesitate and be cautious on totals early, but 226 is the number. This group gave up a buck 30 in game one. Mm. If the defense isn't fixed, they'll play better on the offensive side of the ball. It does look like an over between Brooklyn and Toronto. Down on South Beach in the game tonight, 541-542 on the rotation, 730 tip off. The Boston Celtics fresh off their victory over the Philadelphia 76ers opening night. The Miami Heat stunned in their opening night at home. We now take a look mm -hmm. at this. The Boston Celtics, a slight favorite at the FanDuel Sportsbook at minus 2.5, a, a total of 219. Again, no panic buttons are going to be hit here for the Heat and the Celtics, regardless of which team wins or loses. But these are two teams we expect to be doing some damage late into the season in the Eastern Conference. No doubt a rematch of last year's Eastern Conference Finals. I, I think I, I look at this Miami group and I say, ah, that should not be a team that falls to 0-2 in their own building, even to tie this in with Brooklyn. Home teams, Donnie, 5-11 and against the spread to open up this NBA season. And by the way, home teams went 2-0 and on opening night. So we have now seen three, only three covers in the last 14 games by home teams. For whatever reason, that's a bit surprising. I do think you're seeing a bit of slander on Miami's name, though, to be catching points in their own building. Again, home court advantage has to matter for something, even if this is early season. I lean towards the heat with their points at home. All right, let's go out west here. 10 o'clock tip-off tonight on a Friday, 551-552 on the rotation. That's the Denver Nuggets and the Golden State Warriors. Fresh off a ring night, you know, blasting of the Los Angeles yeah. Lakers. Favored in that similar number on the FanDuel Sportsbook at minus six. I believe they closed at seven, seven and a half opening night against the Lakers. 229 and a half is a total. Expecting some points. Nuggets, Warriors tonight. It's a really interesting spot for Denver as they put forward what was the most disappointing performance of anybody on opening night. Again, you can't say, ah, they lost to Utah. Everyone was losing at home. No, they won a few road teams to not handle their business. They laid seven on the road and lost that game 123 to 102. It was pitiful. I think it makes a lot of sense to expect a Denver bounce back. But what if this group is just not connected here early? As this is a team that's working back a lot of pieces from last season. Key contributors, Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray, most notably. One thing for me, and it's not up right now for whatever reason, but I'm interested again in these Jordan Poole props. I know we didn't get completely right in game number one, but I think Jordan Poole at home is a guy I will continue to be interested in. Just to give people an idea, Jokic right now, 26.5 for a points prop. Seth, uh, Steph Curry, 25 and a half. Steph went out there, delivered in game number one, scoring 33 points, and he did so without feeling like he was having one of those Steph nights. If you like Denver here, which I think on the five and a half, I lean towards the Nuggets, it means you're probably going to get a fuller workload from Steph, which is good for that points prop again, Donnie listed at 25 and a half. It's beautiful stuff in the NBA. And by the way, if you like points, look at all these totals across the board. There's actually two totals at 231 or higher on that card tonight. So if you like three-point props, assist prop, points props, tonight just might be your night. Now, it's Football Friday at the Grid. We're going back to the gridiron. Those Atlanta Falcons, a cash cow. Stay tuned. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. 
Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Let's keep it moving here. We're back in the NFL. A couple of games to get to before we deliver that pick six. We'll start on the West Coast with the Chargers and the Seahawks. Big time total here. 50 and a half. Geno Smith, 50 and a half. It's deserved. He's been really good this season. It's been pretty interesting to watch. But he is catching five points on the road here, Donnie, in this football game. Do you like Justin Herbert and the Chargers to get the job done? I mean, I guess you lean that way, but it looks like Keenan Allen may be taking yet another week to get right with that hamstring injury. Sort of slows really? that offense down a little Oof. bit. But the one thing that, yeah, exactly. That's a shocker, right? Like, my goodness. I thought it was just a cramp. I thought you just pulled remember up a little bit of a cramp in your play. hamstring. That cost you a month. Yeah, like remember, weeks remember ago. Remember when he, he was, was going to play on that Thursday night game against the yes. Chiefs? Yeah. And you were like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, like the, the reports that come out, and it's great, because I'm waiting for the one thing that, again, I don't want to, you know, get away from this game, but, you know, a significant hamstring injury to Russell Wilson. Maybe it is the special water that he's drinking. I have no idea how he plays on an, an injury that needed an MRI for a hamstring, but Keenan Allen, who tweaked his hammy, is out a full month. Well, let's get back to this game overall itself. The one thing I do like about it, the running backs on both sides. Why? One team being the Seattle, uh, Mar- excuse me, I always like to say Mariners here, Seattle Seahawks. Five and a half, five point one yards per carry, and then if we take a look at the Chargers, five and a half yards per carry that they give up on the ground. There are some capable running backs that can get after, and sometimes in the NFL, if you can't stop the run, what else can you do properly? Well, outside of last week going up against the Arizona Cardinals, not much. The Seattle Seahawks were actually stopping anything there. I do it for some points here. I agree with that number being fifty because it's hard for me to look at a Seahawks game right now and say to myself, "Yeah, they played to the under." I know they did it last week, but I don't think that's a telling tale I think for the rest of the season Seattle's probably going to be shooting it out with football teams because that defense stinks it it is bad but what we've seen this season is if a total is booked at 50 or better it's just going to go under it's been happening all year long not Donnie nine of 12 so far with a total of 50 or more have gone under the listed total it's been pretty consistent this season Uh, I am interested to see though uh, how the Chargers look to attack this team again with This awful rush defense, it could be a big day for Austin Eckler. And as you said, you're interested in both these backs. The more the ball's on the ground, potentially, the more we see that clock chewed up. Let's get to the perfect Atlanta Falcons. There's two unbeaten teams in the NFL, the Eagles and the Falcons. The Eagles straight up. The Falcons against the spread. You decide which one is more impressive. Looking to go to 7-0 against the spread. Booked as an underdog, by the way, in all of these games. The Atlanta Falcons catch six and a half in Cincinnati. What do you like here, Donnie, between the Bengals and the Falcons? Yeah, why stop a good thing now? I mean, that's the MO of the team. I'm not a huge long-term trend guy, but if we're just looking over the past couple weeks, that's really what you're going to focus in on. The Atlanta Falcons will fight you. And the joke early on was, yeah, they'll fight you. They just won't beat you. But now they're actually beating football teams and beating good football teams. And beating teams like the San Francisco 49ers who go, whoa, we better add on if we think we want to make a playoff run, which making that move for run CMC. But if we're looking at Atlanta as a whole, I still don't know yet how they're doing it, quite frankly. Marcus Mariota is one of those afterthought quarterbacks. Ah, yeah, he's going to run it until, you know, he handed off the Ritter late in the season. That's not the case right now. He looks every bit as good as when he came into the league with all that upside with running the football and certainly has been a marksman in the pocket. You look at the running back position and you say there's not much there, but it has been effective all the way through. And sort of like Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia, you know what a running back's best friend is? 
running an RPO with a quarterback who's able to run the football as well so they can't just hone in on you when you think you're getting the football. Drake London at wide receiver, Kyle Pitts at tight end. They're doing some things that I like, and this spread is close to seven here. I like the Bengals. I think the Bengals got right last week with a big-time victory over the Saints, which they had to pull one out, and quite frankly, how good are the Saints at this point anyway? Give me the Atlanta Falcons. Let's not stop the train now, Kevin. I'll go the other side of it here. I think at some point mm. this train's got to stop. Now, they're looking to go to 7-0 oh, against the spread. Uh, since 1978, four teams have been able to do that. Uh, and could they become the fifth? Look, obviously they could, right? But this is a spot where we've seen Joe Burrow is actually one of the best against the spread quarterbacks in football. You know, the Bengals are 12-2 and against the number. The last 14 games, postseason included, they've now covered four games in a row. It's also just a lack of trust in Marcus Mariota. Here, here is the problem though with me saying I, I, I do lean towards Cincinnati. We have seen this team do this a few times. The score going into the fourth quarter will be 31 to 17, <laughs> right, for Cincinnati. And this game will finish 31 28 Cincinnati somehow, right? That's just what they've been able to do a couple of times, which is fair. And by, look, saying, hey, just give me the points here has continued to work, yes. no doubt, for the Atlanta Falcons, which is impressive. Let me ask you this, though, quickly. The NFC is a bit of a mess. You say, like, mm-hmm. they're, yeah, they're covering, but they're, they're winning games now. They're three and three. Yep. Do you look at this team as a playoff contender? I'm not telling you, give me a yes, no, they get in. But are you buying into the chance that Atlanta could finish inside the postseason picture? It, 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 before you even ask that question, no, not in my mind. And I know they're you know beating the spread, which means they're playing above average football. They're now starting to win football games, and it seems like everybody is 500 or worse in the NFC. But I still don't look at the Atlanta Falcons as a playoff team. It's like when we talked about you know the St. Louis Cardinals last year in baseball. They ain't making the playoffs. Well, somebody has to actually make the playoffs, and they're winning football games, and they might have a chance to do that. So technically, yeah. They might be a playoff contender, but still not in my mind. I'm still in off-season mode with them, like, ah, building for the future. So they're 75-1 to to win the NFC. They have the 11th best odds. Let's look at who's in front of them. The New Orleans Saints. If you like the Falcons more than the Saints, I can't disagree. The Saints are terrible. Told you that would happen. The Arizona Cardinals. Okay, maybe, right? They're at worst going to be having the same record as the Cardinals this week. That would get you right up a little bit more. But the Giants, Giants record's too good. I don't think they can catch them. And then are they better than any of these, you know, struggling teams? The 3-3 three and three Rams, the 3-3 three and three Packers, the Niners, the Bucks? No, they're not. I think Atlanta's obviously a great story. I think Arthur Smith's done a really nice job for himself. Maybe some people thought preseason could be a, a candidate uh, to be mm-hmm. fired just because teams move on quicker than they probably should. But it doesn't look like that will be the case there. And the Atlanta Falcons, all in all, are going to continue to uh, overperform some of these expectations. How about the Baltimore Ravens and the Cleveland Browns? You want to talk about expectations, man. Who expected the Cleveland Browns to be the best over team in the league? When it was a group that entered this year with, hey, we're going to run the football and we're going to trust our defense. They do run the football. They do it very well. Their defense is abysmal. So bad right now. And it has completely changed the outlook for this team. It does not matter what happens when Watson gets back. They are likely to be cooked whenever that does happen. And even if he does get back, it's not like he'll be fixing a broken offense. The offense is all right. It's a defense right now that has Cleveland catching six and a half in Baltimore. Yeah, I don't know about this game, and that's why I give a little bit of a uh, precursor where I'm going to talk about my pick six coming up in the next segment because both of these teams can run the football over five yards of carry for both sides, and rightfully so. You look at Baltimore, which is a ground-to-pound football team, and you get that added bonus of a quarterback that can go for over 100 yards at any given time, and then you look at Cleveland with that solid offensive line and also two capable running backs, including Nick Chubb, one of the most talented running backs in football, and also both of these defenses struggle against stopping the run 
five yards per carry against that Cleveland defense, which was supposed to be a mainstay, an anchor, and say, keep us in these football games, as you said, until Deshaun Watson gets back. That hasn't been the case. And also over four and a half yards per carry, Kevin, the Ravens are giving up on defense. Now, this number, we'll see. Maybe some precipitation in the forecast, but more than the six and a half to me as well, which I do think Cleveland has a legitimate chance in this game. That total seems a little bit light in the mid-40s because the two things that I like about this football game, Cleveland hasn't played that great a defense, but they've shown they can score. The Baltimore Ravens, if they want to win this football game, this can't be, hey, look at us. We're up 17-3 to in the second quarter. Easy street, run the game out. How's that work for them? They've had a double-digit lead, Kevin, in all six games this season and sit at 3-3. Three and three. Maybe there's that gas pedal effect where, let's just say, they're up 10 points with seven minutes to go in the game. They're at midfield on a third and three. Ah, hand it off and let's punt. No, maybe you're running play action pass or rolling Lamar Jackson out of the pocket to pick up even more yards for a chance to score more points. I like the over in this game, but I'm not going to actually tell you who I like in this game just yet. All right, we'll get there in a bit. I'll tell you for me, the... Are the Ravens just going to be a team you go every other week with here and you try and, you know, it's all right, they'll got them this week and then boom, 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 and we just go like that. That that doesn't really line up for me. They actually have now not covered two games in a row because they did not cover in the win against Cincinnati. Potentially, if, again, with the Buffalo number, you could say they haven't covered three in a row. You maybe got to push on that Bills number. But the Ravens are much better than the Browns. But to be fair, selling Cleveland off of what we saw in New England does feel a bit too easy. What world are we in where we cannot trust the Baltimore Ravens to handle what is right now an awful rush defense? But what, where, where are we? That that is not what should be a smash spot for the Baltimore Ravens. Maybe you're mm-hmm. spot on, though, and this is a spot where you continue to look at this total. I know you're going to talk about Lamar Jackson a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. I'll say, yeah. if J.K. Dobbins misses this game, Kenyon Drake last week took advantage in a backfield, getting 10 carries yeah. and turning that into 119 yards. I know Dobbins probably plays, but when you're getting that kind of production at Kenyon Drake, Maybe give J.K. a week and let Kenny and Drake go out there and get a full taste of this backfield. We've got two games to get to, and then our pick six. You are watching and listening to the early line on Sports Grid. I'm Kevin Walsh, and that is on your right side, and we will be right back here on this Friday morning. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell. Starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Two more games to get to in the pick six. Broncos, Jets, oh my goodness. I mean, what are we meant to do with this? 
The New York Jets are catching a point on the road to the team that I picked to win the Super Bowl. And the defense is every bit as good as I thought it would be, if not better. The skill position players are fine. The Denver Broncos are a one-point favorite because of how bad Russell Wilson is. Look at this total. It's 38 and a half. Look at it. Stare at it. Enjoy it. Appreciate it. It's all Russell Wilson's fault. Everything about this game. There's other important factors. We can get to them. But it's all about Russell Wilson. Oh, and by the way, he's incredibly injured. His hamstring doesn't work. His shoulder's messed up. I don't know if that's an excuse reality or what. I like, Donna, Russell Wilson's like a bottom five quarterback right now in the National Football League. The Jets should not be a one-point dog on the road. A near pick, essentially. What is going on? Yeah, one of those games before the season started was, yeah, that's a win. Like, you don't even break down the game. That's a win. Keep going. What's the next, what's the next game on their schedule for the Broncos? Now it turns into a what-if Like game. survivor picks. Russell Wilson. Exactly. Yes. Like, I, I want to save the Broncos for when they play the Jets at home because that line's going to be eight and a half or ten points at that point by week seven. It's pretty incredible how we actually got here. And also, we're not talking about, hey, Russ, just get right out there where I'm healthy. Ah, just not playing good football, but I feel great. Body's good. Significant hamstring injury. Throwing shoulder issues. To start this game in Denver, 18-mile-an-hour wins. How's that load up? We're just going to hand the football off here with a new starting running back who was just benched hours earlier, it feels like. I don't know what's going on with Nathaniel Hackett and the Broncos, but it certainly doesn't start with Russell Wilson getting right in this football game. I'm not even praising the Jets as if because they've won a few football games and they look decent and competent. They're not lighting the world on fire on offense by any stretch here. This game is going to be, it feels like for me, three yards of a cl- and a cloud of dust. Like so many games that the Denver Broncos try to win at home, including the game where they won like 11 to 10 or whatever it was against the San Francisco 49ers. That's what it feels like to me here. But if I look at this number and I say, typically, are you kidding me? Russell Wilson's at quarterback. He's only laying one in Denver, one of the better home field advantages in football with the elevation. And I say to myself, I can't go anywhere near Denver. That's a problem. I, the Broncos should be the best. Should be the best bet on the board. Look, I, I like the I like Denver in the game. I think Denver wins this game. I, I think they have a really good chance to win it handedly. In fact, and it might have nothing to do with Russ. Robert Salas coached one game on the West Coast. It happened to be in Denver. They lost twenty six nothing. The Jets team total is eighteen and a half. Broncos games at home, they have allowed 9 to the Texans, 10 to the Niners, and 12 in overtime to the Colts. They genuinely might have the best defense in football and are 2-4. and four. It, is, it is so unbelievable how bad Russell Wilson is. The Broncos win this game. I think they have a good chance to win it comfortably. Their defense will lock down the New York Jets. Though, the Jets, look, this is all perfect. Donnie, they're four and two. They're unbeaten with Zach Wilson, which is ridiculous. Also, they have the favorites to an offensive and defensive rookie of the year. Like the the vibes around New York football could not be higher right now. No, they can't be higher right now. And there's a lot to look forward to because I was even mocking the Jets when, you know, you, all, you had their coach sit up there and go, I'm going to take a lot of receipts out here. I'm like, receipts, man, you're going to be gone in a couple of weeks at this point. You know, <laughs> Robert Sala was one of my favorite coaching hires in the NFL, and I felt like an idiot. Like, ooh, it was Dable and Sala yeah. a couple of years ago, my two favorites. Well, at least I got one right, apparently, but Sala was a whiff, and that's not the case. But you're right about that. Like, New York football is on the way up. I'm telling New York, they're gonna, the Jets are going to win this game in Denver on Sunday. They're winning it. They will going to be a fascinating game to break down or watch play out i should say raiders texans last one to get to here both teams Mm -hmm. coming off a bye uh so it kind of negates any rest factors or rest advantages vegas is a seven point favorite total checking in at 45 and a half i gotta say the the number for me that jumped off the page when i looked at this game was the total Mm -hmm. at 45 and a half am i giving davis mills too much credit maybe but this feels like a game where both teams have an ability to get to 24. I considered this in the alt line for the pick six as an alt over ultimately went a different direction. But I, I, I think the side's a little tricky. I'd probably lean Houston with the points as they've obviously been great against the spread this season. But to me, it's an over here between the Raiders and the, and the Texans. 
It, it feels like it should be, right? Because you're trying to lean on the Vegas Raiders as getting right at home after a bye. Let's say a little bit of a tough luck in the schedule that they have. It's been pretty tough, but from the beginning of the season, we looked at the Raiders going, man, you can't fault them for having a tough season this year. Look at their division and look at their schedule. Well, this is one of those games that you are supposed to win. You should be healthy and ready. I know Hunter Renfro missed a practice here at midweek, but it looks like he's probably going to go in the game, which lined up with Devontae Adams should give you some help. Now, Waller also a little bit banged up, which is kind of crazy. Expect to go into the bye weeks and get healthy coming out of it but we still have some question marks for the Raiders but I agree this is more of an over game than not you just need it maybe it feels like Vegas get out to a 14 to 3 lead in the first quarter force Houston out of that shell which you saw they were more than happy to play in that shell against the Jacksonville Jaguars if you force them to push the football downfield you should be able to get a total in this game I agree with that yeah something to keep our eye on all right we don't have a lot of time left and we've got our pick six as always Touchdown score, money line dog, the under, the alt line, the yards prop, and the teaser game. First time all season long, DRS dropped the money line dogs. It's at five and one. Five and one. Very, very impressive stuff overall there from Donnie in that market. DRS, talk to me, though. What are we lining up here for the pick six in week number seven in the National Football League? All right, let's have some fun in the pick six. And by the way, getting back to those money line type prices here, money lines never look good as an underdog because they're the underdog and everybody likes to pick favorites. And I got an ugly dog this weekend. I think we can cash in and we're not getting cheated here on our price either. But first, let's get to the touchdown scores market. We just talked about this game. The Houston Texans, not a great defense here. Coming off the bye week, a healthy and motivated Devontae Adams. He should score a touchdown this week for the Vegas Raiders. I'm banking on that to continue my streak of, Players scoring touchdowns, which I finally can get right here. Moneyline dog here. I'm going with the Browns. Donnie, you're crazy. The Baltimore Ravens, they're at home. They should be able to wipe the floor with them. I get it. And again, you have to pick dogs here. Was I going to go with the Carolina Panthers with an upset special over Tampa? No, but I want a team that I know at any given moment, my offense can produce points and also a team that might be not so sure of themselves home or away and trying to close out opponents. I'll take the Cleveland Browns at a plus 240 price over the the Baltimore Ravens. My under game, we just talked about that one as well. It's the Jets and the Broncos. It's windy conditions. One offense that's basically saying our defense is kicking some butt out here, being the Jets, will run the football. And oh yeah, the other defense, the Denver Broncos, kicking some butt, and also the Denver Broncos with a quarterback that you want to let cook, not this week. Turn off the burners, turn off the grill, put Russ in the pocket, hand that football off. That's going to be a slow-tempo game. I'm going under 38.5. My alt line is the Falcons, plus 3.5 at a plus 134 price. If they don't have to win this game, they just have to play with the Bengals. Keep it close late in that game, as Kevin said. 31-28 to either way. That's a perfect score for me to cash in a ticket. Also, yardage prop. Lamar Jackson rushing yards. If we're going to have some banged-up injuries in that running back room for the Ravens, and also some question marks at wide receiver and tight end with Mark Andrews as well coming into this game. Lean on Lamar. He's ready for this one. He should be able to rush for 60-plus yards and easily cash in a total for us here with run. Teaser game. The Giants getting nine. I told you. They're not that talented. I don't particularly like the Giants all that much, but I love their head coach. And they should be in this game all the way through. I'll take them over a touchdown at a plus nine. That's my pick six here for the week. Kevin, bring your pick six heat here. Nice stuff. I really like the Giants uh, spot on the teaser uh, as well. I, I think that that game being a blowout either direction would really, really surprise me. A uh, big shot on the money line dog as well. It'll be interesting to see if that plays out. I went a little bit lighter. We'll get to that in just a moment, but we'll begin with the touchdown score, and it's going to be Joe Mixon. We don't have the price just yet, but the Atlanta Falcons are the perfect matchup as they have allowed touchdowns to the elite running backs that they have seen in Nick Chubb and Leonard Fournette. And before you say, what about Kamara? Clearly doesn't count. Taysom Hill scored. He's the elite running back on the team. So, in fact, call it three for three in terms of giving up touchdowns to elite running backs. The money line dog, San Francisco 49ers, plus 108. One of very few times you will see me pick against the Kansas City Chiefs, but I think the Niners are going to be really strong all season long at home. I do think that this defense of the Kansas City Chiefs is a bit concerning, and I think Garoppolo here will do enough throwing the ball two yards behind the line of scrimmage to now the unbelievable set of skill position players to beat Kansas City at home. 
under 50 and a half Chargers Seahawks it's 50 now as long as it is 50 it is an under 9 of 12 games this season booked at that price have gone under the listed total and in Brandon Staley's career 7 of 10 games with a total of 50 or more have gone under the alt line I always go to alt totals I almost made this Bucks minus 20 and a half I just didn't have to so I made it 16 and a half at plus 144 call me a coward I, they, they could win this game 17-0. I think this is going to look pretty similar to Bill's Steelers from just two weeks ago. This is an absolute smash spot here for the Tampa Bay Bucks. I do not know how the Panthers possibly compete. It would be so different if Tampa Bay was coming off of a big blowout win against Pittsburgh like they were booked for. But this should be a pissed-off and focused Tampa Bay that comes into your building. Yardage prop. How about Trevor Lawrence over his rushing yards? We have started to see Trevor Lawrence use his athleticism a little bit more these past couple of weeks. 29 on the ground versus Houston and 23 last week against the Colts. This number looks like it might be 14 and a half and the Giants have seen a couple of running quarterbacks and Lamar Jackson had himself a really nice day against them and so did Justin Fields I know Trevor Lawrence is neither of those guys but the asking price isn't either of them as well and then lastly for the teaser game the Dolphins down to a pick I don't think the Steelers have enough juice to pull off back-to-back upsets I think Tua coming back is a big deal you gotta understand the Dolphins opened up three and oh and they're now three and three This team losing four consecutive games to me is a bridge too far. I think there's a talent gap here on both sides of the football, and I think Tua coming back, Donnie, is enough. I'm putting the Dolphins for the tag team teaser down to minus one. Yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense there, too, because you're looking at it from a Dolphins perspective. You just get average Tua. They should be able to win that football game here. You don't got to win by a lot. It's basically you just have to win that football game. I think a lot of your picks are making some sense here as well. Good football week. Uh, You look at that card. We'll make the best of it here and have some fun, though. That's the key. Yeah, we certainly will. Let you know some of the weekly specials that are currently posted right now. Mahomes have a touchdown at each half. Passing touchdown, plus 120. Chubb and Lamar to combine for 200 rush yards plus 150. How about the relax Green Bay special Packers to win have the most rushing and receiving yards at plus 330. And then your man, Micah Parsons combined with Aiden Hutchinson, both of them uh, have a sack Donnie plus 350. Yeah, that's, that's ringing the bell right there. I mean, come on, Dak, be a little bit slow in the pocket, making your reads, not used to being back there, get a sack and Micah Parsons just pencil him in for a sack against Jack. Who's Jared Goff running away from this weekend? Nobody. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what that Micah number is listed at. Uh, we've also got Derrick Henry, a buck fifty scrimmage and two touchdowns, plus seven fifty. Could it be an old King Henry week? We haven't had one, I feel like, yet this season where it's like, how many yards is it? Does that say two thirty-three? Be interesting to follow that game, no doubt. Listen up, we close out the week here on the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell. Starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. 
Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, last segment of the week right here for the Early Line Series. That's some channel 159 right here on the Sports Grid Network. Down your right side, Kevin Walsh, as always on a Friday, bringing that heat to set you up for your weekend of action. And what a weekend it's going to be. Playoff baseball, college football, NBA action, NFL football. It's endless here. And Sports Grid, as always, we got you covered all throughout the day. And after this show is ending, you are going to start watching Ben Stevens and the morning after. Now, a huge trade went down last night in the middle of the night. Christian McCaffrey of the Carolina Panthers over to the San Francisco 49ers, signifying a season ending for Carolina and maybe big things on the horizon for San Francisco. Listen up. A tale as old as time here, giving up draft picks for really good football players. And there seem to be two factions in the NFL, whether it be from social media, GMs, or the teams themselves. And I've always been on the adage, draft picks don't win football games. Draft picks don't save coaches' jobs and GMs' jobs at this point. It's really good football players performing on the field. So when you see the 49ers give up a 2, 3, 4, and a 5, there's two outlets that say, one is me. Wow. San Francisco just got an absolute steal, a rock star running back that's going to set this offense into the stratosphere with Kyle Shanahan calling the plays. And then there's the other side that says, ooh, man, Carolina got to be. I wouldn't have gave up that much. Gave up that much meaning what? Second, third, fourth round picks in next year's draft. Is that going to help you win now for the San Francisco 49ers? You're in win now mode. You're trying to win a Super Bowl. But you're telling me from an outside opinion that your second, third, fourth, and fifth round picks would help you win more than Christian McCaffrey at running back. Are you insane? Again, football players win football games, not draft picks. Who knows? Maybe the San Francisco's draft will be really good five years down the road, but it won't matter because they will also probably be in rebuild mode at that time. Win now with great football players, and San Francisco is trying to do that right now. Congratulations to the Niners. You're going to be a player in the NFC this season. Stay tuned for Ben Stevens in the morning after. Coming up next, right here on The Grid. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.